Am I the jerk for giving my dog an offensive name and then refusing to change it? I have several dogs, one of which is an American Akita. His name is Yankee. I thought it was funny and he seemed to like his name. My sister was in the States for the past two years and recently flew home with her boyfriend in tow. First time we've met him, yada yada. I guess she never mentioned me or my dogs, but he was pretty surprised when I told him my dog's name. I didn't think much of it. Most of my pets have peculiar names, so I just assumed it was an overall reaction. They left. My partner and I had dinner. Partway through our food, my sister called and asked if I'd reconsider changing my dog's name. I kind of thought she was kidding, but she reiterated that she was serious. The name Yankee had upset her boyfriend quite badly. He found it offensive. I basically told her to piss off and tell him to grow up before going back to my food. The following day, they literally showed up at my door. I was kind of taken aback. Apparently, they came to tell me why Yankee's name was so awful. During this discussion, he told me it essentially is a slur used against Americans and asked if I would ever name a dog the N-word. I just kind of laughed and told him he was off his nut. It's not that serious. You can't equate the word Yankee to something like the N-word. I told him I wasn't going to change my dog's name. He knows it. It'd be a ton of work. He's a personal protection, so it could even damage his work. They thankfully left, but still seem pretty upset. Thinking back now, I'm pretty sure there's a company with Yankee in the name. I wonder how many letters of complaints he sent to them. Anyway, I did message my American friends just to make sure I wasn't being a total jerk and they all agreed he was being stupid. But I know the US is huge and it might be more of a regional thing. So I'm still not sure. I'm starting to feel kind of jerkish for not taking him seriously when it may be a genuine issue for him. So two birds, one stone. I know a lot of Americans frequent this. Am I the jerk? And is this an issue in the States that I should apologize? apologize for. I don't think I have ever met somebody in my entire life who has been offended by the term Yankee. I mean, that's kind of an old-timey term for the most part anyway, besides the team, obviously. I feel like a long time ago, people used the word Yankee a lot more than they do now. And I get what the OP is saying, that the U.S. is huge and there might be some small pocket somewhere that's offended by the word Yankee, but I don't think that's true. Or if it is, it's a very, very small group of people that I would be interested to see why that is offensive to them. Okay, so I just want to look on a word history site and apparently there is some sort of offensive thing way back in the 1600s about Yankee, the word. It says this word was applied disparagingly by Dutch settlers in New Amsterdam, New York, to English colonists in the neighboring Connecticut. It might be from Dutch Janky, literally meaning Little John, of a common person's name Jan, or it might be from Jan Kess, familiar form of John Cornelius, or perhaps an alteration of Jan Keys, a dialect variant of Jan Kass, which literally means John Cheese. So originally this was used insultingly to the Dutch, especially freebooters, but it ended up getting turned around and slapped on the English. So maybe a long time ago if you were one of these groups of people, but in the present day, I mean, we have the Yankee Doodle. So with all that said, let me know what you guys think. Jerk or not a jerk for giving the dog an offensive name and then refusing to change it. Am I the jerk for appropriating Native American culture. I'm a 21-year-old female and I was told my whole life that I was Native American. My biological father and his father were registered tribal members. He took me to summer gatherings with other natives where we would have bonfires and all the aunties and uncles would get sloshed and we would sing and dance and I always kept my hair long because that's what my biological father taught me to do. My mother 
is white. So I would have been mixed. I have black hair, dark brown eyes, but her paler skin tone. My dad's family always assured me that my skin tone was my mom's and would joke that I had to get something from her jeans. My father would braid my hair and have me braid his. He kept his hair long too. And for a very long time, it was something that he and I could bond over. Unfortunately, both of my parents are addicts and my dad gave up custody of me and my sisters when I was 14 or 15. And then my biological mother gave us up when I was 17 and I was adopted into a family while my other sisters went to live with my older sister. My adoptive parents are wonderful. My adoptive mom is native as well. She encouraged me to take a DNA test and further pursue my heritage. It came back with no Native American whatsoever. I double checked the results and sure enough, I'm basically Scottish and that's it. That's how I found out my biological father wasn't my dad. I'm the result of one of my mom's many affairs and I felt devastated. I felt like I lost something that had connected me to the man that raised me for the first 14 years of my life. Even if he did struggle, I loved him. I didn't pursue finding my true biological father because honestly, I don't care about it. My adoptive parents are incredible and they are all that I need. I was so upset I cut off my hair, something I hadn't done in years, and tried to figure out why a person that is 100% European would have thick, coarse black hair and dark brown eyes. I was talking to my cousin about how this discovery had affected me and she snapped and said, only a white girl could steal native culture for 20 years and then still manage to make herself the victim. I was shocked and I apologized and she said, don't say sorry to me, say sorry to every person you've ever lied to. And now, after thinking about it, I feel like I might be the jerk for never second guessing what my heritage might be or that I may be making myself the victim here when I did do something pretty awful. So, am I the jerk for appropriating Native American culture all this time? The OP's cousin here is totally out of pocket. That makes no sense to say, go apologize to all the people you've ever lied to. I mean, the OP didn't know that this was not her bloodline. I mean, she grew up in this environment where her and her dad had this bonding over the culture. She went to all these events, it sounds like, over time. She probably felt like she's part of it. There's no possible way she would know that she wasn't. I think that's pretty far away away from what most people define as appropriating a culture. And then she tells her, don't say sorry to me, say sorry to every person you're lied to. I don't even know why the OP apologized in the first place. There's nothing really to apologize for at all. I mean, it sounds like a brutal situation with both parents being addicts in the first place and then the cousin's going to come at you and say stuff like this. That is terrible. Some people in the comments that knew more about how this works exactly said some pretty insightful stuff. The top of which said, some tribes don't identify membership by blood, but rather by commitment and connection. I'd suggest talking with a tribal elder, explaining the situation, and telling him or her about the connection that you feel. He or she can probably give you much better guidance than anyone in this sub. I think that's totally on point, and I think also the adoptive mom who is native, as the OP says, could probably offer some guidance as well when it comes to this, more so than somebody who has no idea about the culture at all. So let me know what you guys think and what you would do in this situation, jerk or not a jerk, and why. Am I the jerk for 
for saying my husband is a good father. When he was in his early 20s, my husband got a girl pregnant. They were casually dating in college and they had a lot of mutual friends. He didn't want to be a dad and told her as such, but she was adamant about keeping the baby. He was supportive through the pregnancy, but was clear that he didn't want to be involved. He wanted to renounce his rights, but ended up with an agreement where he still pays child support, but doesn't do visitation nor has involvement in any parental decisions. The girl is now 12 years old and he hasn't met her nor plans to ever do so. I met him eight years ago and we've been married for almost seven years. He told me about having the whole biological child out there very early on. I was and am fine with it. It is sad that a child came into the world under those circumstances, but I don't think he was wrong for choosing not to be involved. We now have a five-year-old son. My husband has always been wonderful to me. That's why I fell in love with him. He was great during the pregnancy and birth, and he has been doting on our son and me ever since. I think he is a wonderful dad and husband. The problem, two of his friends married their college girlfriends who were slash are friends with his biological daughter's mother. In now three occasions and conversations where I said my husband is a wonderful father, one of them said something snarky and mean like, yeah, it's only one of his children. Over the weekend, we attended one of the kids' birthday parties and I was chatting to another mom about motherhood and said that it's easier when you have a good team player in your spouse. The homeowner mom chimed in to say loudly, if only the mother of his other child had the same. Later, I confronted her in the kitchen, said that I was very tired of her and the other friend making comments about my husband, that she didn't need to invite us to things or spend time with us if she didn't want to. But it was super disrespectful to be constantly insulting him as a father. She told me she initially liked me, but finds it distasteful and rude that I keep praising my husband as a good father when I'm well aware that he isn't, that she will always make sure to correct me because it is not okay that he got away with what he did and now he gets to play happy family with me and our son. The conversation went south from then on and of course we left. The other mom friend texted me yesterday to tell me that she completely backs up what the other mom said and that I'm horrible for marrying and having a kid with a deadbeat and on top of it to praise him as a good dad. I have no doubts on my feelings. My husband has been and is great with our son and with me. And I guess I never thought how my words could be insensitive towards his biological daughter and her mother, whom I've never met, but am I the jerk for occasionally saying that my husband is a good father when talking to people? And should I stop? This is kind of a weird one because most people are not still hanging out in the same exact circles as they did way back then at the time he's talking about where his old high school girlfriend, or I think it was actually a college girlfriend, but it seems like everyone involved in this story all knows each other. So the relationship are a little bit too close for comfort, it seems like, and not that that would absolve the dad of leaving the kid or not, but it's kind of always going to be in your face if you're in these really small, tight circles where everyone knows each other on this level. The OP obviously hasn't met the biological daughter of her husband or the mother, but everyone there knows exactly who this is, and now they know who she is. It's kind of the same vibe as being in a town that's too small, where everyone's up in each other's business all the time. But going Going back to what the father actually did, it sounds like the father let his college girlfriend know that he didn't want her to go through with it, meaning the pregnancy, and that he communicated what his role would be if she did. It sounds like she knew that he wasn't going to be there if she had the kid, and she ended up having a kid anyway. So in other words, it wasn't a big surprise that the father was not going to be there because it sounds like he made that all clear before she ever gave birth to begin with. One of the responses kind of said something along the 
lines of this where they said, he wasn't ready to be a father then. He made that very clear to the ex. He still supported her through pregnancy, still paid child support, and has stuck to their agreement, as has the ex. What is he supposed to just show up at random, toss that little girl's life into disarray because he's not a deadbeat, which he doesn't seem to be at all? Your other comments even make it clear that he recognized it would be unethical to give away parental rights. Oh yeah, and the child support thing is one part that I forgot to bring up, but he did pay the child support for this entire time for 12 years straight, which obviously he would have to do that anyway, but a lot of people try and fight that or resist that or get away from that. It sounds like he made the agreement and stuck to it. So let me know what you guys think, jerk or not a jerk, and why. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Am I the jerk for asking my husband to choose between his daughters? I am so riled up, help me God. I'm a 50-year-old woman and my husband is a 51-year-old male. We were married for 21 years. He divorced his pregnant wife to get with me, but he saw his daughter Kristen whenever he wanted. Later, I gave birth to our daughter, Sasha, but my husband was cheating on me and we took a break. I forbade him to see our daughter. He missed her early years and now... I think it changed everything. Kristen is 21 years old now. He doesn't treat her and Sasha, who's 18 years old, the same. Kristen is his number one thing. He comes running if she calls him and he can just drop everything if she asks. He pays for Sasha's education, but she just isn't his top priority. He always talks about Kristen. It's always about her. Sasha feels it and it hurts her. I'm sure Kristen hates me for breaking her mom and my husband up. She always does things to rile me up. She calls my husband five times a day to chat, even late at night when she knows he's with me. She makes him spend a week and a month with her just chilling in his apartment. He never spends as much time with Sasha and we live together. It's a victory if I manage to get us to watch a movie together. Recently, I learned that my husband left everything to Kristen in his will. She gets the apartment, his World War II collection, when Sasha just gets one room in an old hostel building. Now, there is a cat. Kristen already has three cats. There is no place for more. So she dragged one into my husband's flat. She's claiming someone threw him away and she just wanted to give him a home. That is total BS. She's doing everything to keep my husband chained to his second flat away from his other daughter and me. He now has to stay there to feed it. Kristen does not when he's not there, but now he has a reason to spend more time in his flat and he keeps doing it. Kristen knew it would be like this. She did it on purpose, I'm sure. I asked my husband to give away the cat or we'd have a problem. He said he'd think, but he went and consulted Kristen. From what I got, she accused him of betraying the cat and stopped talking to him. My husband spent all night writing her apologies and told me he'd never get rid of the cat. He didn't even want it. Kristen brought it. It's just one more thing that keeps him away from his family. I finally had enough when I told him to pick between Kristen and Sasha. He can't have two relationships at once, and if he cares about Sasha, he has to prove it and pick her at least this once. It was weeks ago. He refused to give me his answer, and I keep feeling like I'm a jerk, but I get angry again. I 
know he loves Kristen, but maybe the threat to not seeing Sasha will make him realize he has another daughter who also needs his attention. So am I the jerk for wanting my husband to focus on our daughter for a change instead of constantly running around his first daughter? This is a very cruel ultimatum. I mean, she knew when she first met him that he had another baby because he divorced his pregnant wife to be with her. So just that decision alone, you're inheriting a lot that comes with it. But it is a hard situation. I mean, what can you do to make somebody care more about someone? I think most people would probably agree that you can't force somebody to care, at least not genuinely. You can force them to appear to care, but it's hard to make them actually care. The way he probably sees it is he already lives in the same house as Sasha, so he sees her three out of four weeks already, and Kristen he only gets that one week with, but the OP clearly doesn't think that's quality time. The three out of four weeks is more quantity time and not quality time. Somebody called this situation parental alienation because she was jealous, and that the dad and Sasha didn't bond because of you, the OP, and now you're upset because they're not bonded. I mean, yeah, the history on this is that she forbade him from seeing Sasha during the early years, so he probably doesn't have that same type of connection to Sasha since he didn't get to experience all those memories when she was really young. That's got to be at least in part influencing how he is now. But what do you guys think, jerk or not a jerk, and why? If you haven't already subscribed to the YouTube channel, don't forget to hit that bell to get notifications. Check out the Instagram linked down below at am I the jerk. If you're more of a podcast type of person, there's also the podcast available on all platforms. And if you have stories of your own that you'd like to share here on the channel, you're welcome to do that down below as well. But either way, thanks a lot for watching guys and we'll see you next time.